This is Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates, and this is the Retirement Ready Show. Our goal is to educate you on the many topics of retirement and inform you how to create a successful Retirement Ready Roadmap. Thank you for joining me today for another episode where we will make your Retirement Ready Roadmap simple. I'm Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner, and you're listening to the Retirement Ready Show. I'm joined today by my buddy, Tom Newman. How are you today, Tony? Good. How you doing, buddy? Doing well. Can't complain. We are rocking through this like extreme heat wave in the Midwest. We went from, what, high in the 50s and then literally next week over 100 and... No spring? We just nah, hop right that, over it? I think that's becoming a little more normal in the Midwest here. <laughs> I will tell you, I, I do love the heat, though. I'm, I, it's beautiful. I, I yeah. love it. Maybe some of our friends tuning in in the South are saying, what are you talking about? It's been over 100 for months now. <laughs> yeah, right. It gets hot really quick here, and but it's a fun time of year. Lots of fun stuff uh, to do with the family. And, of course, you got July 4th coming up, which mm-hmm. is always exciting. Yeah, it's a good time. Always a good time to get uh, together with friends and family. And I know, you know our family will be um, having a backyard barbecue and Love enjoying it. some fireworks. So it'll be Love a good it. time. You're going to come back on Tuesday with all your fingers there, <laughs> Tuesday the 5th? I have been for a good amount of years now, all so right. that's be, the plan. Be, be safe, my friend. Be <laughs> you safe. too. But uh, great topic uh, for this episode I'm really excited about. And I want to challenge folks tuning in to think about all the financial decisions that you may have had to make in the past. couple simple examples. Should I have a traditional IRA or 401k or a Roth IRA or 401k? What investments do I select within my 401k? Should I pay off my mortgage early? How much and what kind of life insurance should you purchase? These types of decisions go on and on and they'll likely never end. And if it's not an area you love or spent a lot of time learning about, it can feel very frustrating, if not impossible to know what the best choice is. That's unless you have a holistic plan. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about the value of having a plan that coordinates your investments, tax planning and tax reduction strategies, retirement and estate planning objectives. And it's not just wise planning. It's the best way to ensure that these different areas, your objectives, values, and what's truly important to you will be accomplished. And if you're like many people, you may have relied on your broker to devise a sound investment plan, which is important. Right, We know that that part of your plan does matter because it's going to fund a lot of the other things, but you'll meet a lot of advisors that just focus on the investments. That's not right or wrong. It's just important for you to understand that that's all that they're doing. With our clients, we like to take a holistic approach where we're really pulling all the pieces together. Or maybe you have turned to your advisor and they've come up with a comprehensive retirement plan or you've given the the attorney the job for your estate planning or you've asked the CPA to come up with a plan to reduce your taxes. But do you actually have a cohesive plan that's working together? If not, I encourage you to find someone, a holistic advisor, fiduciary, someone that can pull that together for you. We call ours the Retirement Ready Roadmap. And in today's show, I'm going to tell you about some of the common mistakes that people can easily make when they don't follow a plan that's coordinated these financial objectives. But what we most enjoy is spending our time personally helping you develop a strategy that'll help ensure that the wealth you've accumulated will actually accomplish your goals and objectives. And I think, Tom, you know, they, when, when you think about it, when it comes to retirement planning, 
boy, there's so many various decisions to make, and it can be a struggle to make the right decisions if you're on your own. There really is, and it can seem insurmountable, and you know, so many to where do I even start? Uh, and if you think of all of the past decisions that you've had to make related to your money, if you are like many people, it is likely that some of your worst financial moves were made based more on an impulse as opposed to within the context of some overall financial strategy that you spent a lot of time thinking about. You know, I, the younger a person is and the less experience they have when it comes to dealing with money, the greater the chances of making bad money decisions. Uh, fortunately, what accompanies the failures of youth is the luxury of time and opportunities for do-overs. But the older we get, the less time we have to make sure we get things right. This is especially true once we retire or the closer we are to retirement. Um, there are no do-overs in retirement. And before you can achieve financial success in retirement, you have to make a large number of good decisions about your money. Things like, you know, what investments should I use for my retirement money? You know, what age should I retire? When should I start Social Security? Should I pay off my mortgage? Should I take a lump sum distribution or a lifetime income from my pension if you're lucky enough to have one? Or should I convert my traditional IRA, 401k, or other tax-deferred account to a tax-free Roth? And it's important when making these or just about any other financial-related decision, it's easy to focus on how an action taken will only impact one specific aspect of financial planning. But the reality is that most money decisions we have will have a rippling effect that's far-reaching, including you know on our investments, on our taxes, retirement, estate planning, and potentially much, much more. So if ignored, these interconnectedness of these financial decisions could lead to potential problems and unintended consequences. You know, one common example is, you know, this is if you're needing to take a, a tax decision that you're looking at to potentially impact your retirement, your estate, or other planning in significant ways, it can occur when trying to decide whether it's a good idea to convert a traditional IRA or 401k, 403b, um, you know, to a Roth. Um, many people are now wrestling with making this decision because of the fact that we know tax rates are scheduled to go up in 2026. Um, the thinking of many is that they are, if they are ever going to convert, they should do it now before the cost of converting goes up. But when this decision is based solely on a narrow consideration of it, whether or not it's going to be better to pay taxes today, uh, converting today, or paying taxes in the future, can, not converting, a lot has been ignored. Beyond the impact of the taxation of money in a retirement account, the choice of retiring with traditional account versus a Roth account has the potential to increase or reduce the taxable portion of your Social Security retirement benefits. 
It has the potential to increase or reduce the additional premiums you pay for Medicare Part B or D or others, increase or reduce the minimum amount that the IRS will one day force you to withdraw from your retirement accounts, or even increase or reduce the amount of your retirement savings that might be remaining to pass on to your heirs and the amount of uh, company tax liability that is passed on as well. Hey, podcast fans. If you're ready to take the next steps to create your Retirement Ready Roadmap, then visit us at retirementreadyshow.com. Here you can download educational white papers, sign up for educational no-obligation workshops, or schedule your complimentary consultation. Also, don't forget to follow us and like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Now back to the podcast. Great points. And, you know, when we think about, you know, this type of planning, we're not suggesting that everyone should convert their retirement accounts to a tax-free Roth. But depending on your circumstances, it might be a good choice. But more importantly, for today's kind of thinking, it's merely to illustrate how a financial decision can have a far-reaching impact, not just on the taxes, but retirement, estate, you know, and and various different types of planning. And, and you know, we're, we're big fans of the Roth conversion when it makes sense. But there are lots of things to consider beyond just, you know, am I paying more or less taxes? That, that's an important choice. But there's some other things we want to consider as well. And doing the Roth conversions the right way makes a difference. There's some ways you can do it where you can start to get some of that money, you know, growing tax-free, coming out tax-free, passing on to your loved ones tax-free, but minimizing the tax bill you're paying. You can do that by integrating other tax planning strategies, being smart about the tax brackets and how much you're converting. So there's so much that goes into these types of decisions. And another example, Tom, involves the decision of when to start Social Security benefits. I think a common mistake we see married couples make is for each spouse to only consider their own retirement benefit when they make this decision. And it is important to understand that any choice made regarding this benefit is going to have a big future impact on the survivor's benefits. Unfortunately, this interconnection may not be apparent until after one of the spouses has passed away. A married couple actually has a combined total of five Social Security benefits that are really important to consider. Each spouse has his or her own retirement benefit, assume they both worked and qualified for Social Security. Each partner could potentially receive a spousal benefit based on the Social Security earnings or history of their partner. And in addition, one spouse will have the potential to receive a survivor benefit when his or her partner has passed away. And because of these kind of multiple benefits, any Social Security decision should be made based on both long-term retirement and estate planning objectives. And I think when it comes to Social Security, we always encourage people to, to just make a conscious decision. Don't get to 62 and flip it on because you can. Now, maybe turning it on early makes sense for you. But sit down, understand the options, work with a good fiduciary that can help you walk through that, weigh the pros and cons of each decision, and think about Social Security as an asset. Remember, from 62 to full retirement, 
it grows at 6% guaranteed. That's a heck of a guaranteed growth rate. From full retirement to age 70, it grows at 8%, which is even better. There's no fixed guaranteed product that you can buy that guarantees those types of interest rates. So just make a conscious decision there. And, and Tom, I think the next time you're considering investment advice made by your broker or advisor, you really need to be aware that the consequences of any action you'll take will likely ripple far beyond just your portfolio's rate of return. Yeah, a major consideration is deciding the appropriate amount of money to have invested in stocks or other financial instruments that are expected to have loss. Uh, taking risks that can lead to investment losses might be more appropriate when you are young because the further away retirement is, the more time your investments have to recover from any losses. But consider the impact that a major stock market correction can have on someone who has retired or soon will be. When the source of retirement income is based on selling shares of stock in a retirement portfolio, a greater number of shares must be sold during periods when the market is depressed in order to generate the money that might be needed to pay bills. And, and since these sold shares no longer exist in the portfolio, they can no longer benefit from any subsequent rebound in the stock's value. This means that an investment decision that results in having too much money at risk at the wrong time can have a chilling long-term impact on future retirement security. But it is also important to understand the potential rippling effect of having an investment portfolio that is too conservative. This is especially true when you consider the recent increase in the rate of inflation. Certainly one way to avoid the possibility of investment losses is to pull all of your money out of the stock market. But if you can then not find a way to earn a decent return on your retirement savings, your long-term retirement security could be at even greater risk of loss of purchasing power of your savings. And in our practice, it's all too common to see that people have made uh, decisions in the past with the intention of reducing taxes, improving investment results, or strengthening retirement security. But what is often missed is the consequences on their estate planning objectives. And let me give an example there, Tom. You know, a prime mistake that we see made is when someone's trying to reduce the impact of capital gains taxes, right? We've all been in that scenario, right? Uh, I've heard it from clients a million times. I had this stock forever, and I know I have too much in that one position, but the tax bill, Tony, if I sell it, right? And, and you know, it's a consideration, or maybe it's a, a building or a business or whatever it might be. So it's something we need to think about. But in spite of recent volatility in stocks, real estate, and other investments, a lot of people who have held positions over a long period of time could easily have a large amount of accrued capital gains tax. And over recent years, we've heard a lot of talk coming from Washington that suggests that many politicians might be in favor of raising the tax rate that people pay on capital gains. 
The more concerned a person might be that these rates could go up, the more he or she might find themselves considering selling an appreciated asset and paying any tax before the rates go up. Now, depending on those circumstances, for some people, this could be a good strategy, but for other people, it could prove to be a big estate planning error. The reason this happens is because many people are unfamiliar with the existence of special provisions in the IRS tax code that some people refer to as a step-up in basis. While investors sell an asset such as a stock or bond, they are usually required to pay capital gains taxes on it on any increase in the asset's value since they purchased it. That's what's called the basis. But under the current law, if the original owner dies before selling the asset, those unrealized gains are never subject to income taxes. Whenever the heir sells the assets, they are not only required to pay, excuse me, when the, when the heir sells the assets, they are only required to pay taxes on the increase in value since they inherited it. That's what's called the step up in basis. There's also some great ways, Tom, you know, if you're tuning into this episode and you have a highly appreciated capital asset, there's some great techniques on ways you can sell that without paying the capital gains. It's a little bit more involved tax planning strategies, but it's something that we help people walk through. So if you're sitting there having a business or, or a property or a building or, you know, a, an investment that has a lot of long-term capital gains, it might be worthwhile to sit down and consider one of these tax planning strategies to substantially minimize or eliminate that tax bill altogether. And again, the point of these examples is not to suggest that some action should or should not be done, whether we're talking about Roth conversion, Social Security, or some of this more advanced tax planning. I just really want to illustrate how financial decisions can have a rippling and interconnecting impact that can lead to problems and unintended consequences. One of the most effective ways to make sure this doesn't happen to you is by having a holistic plan. What I'm referring to is a plan that goes beyond just addressing tax or investments or retirement or estate planning objectives and concerns, but instead has a holistically coordinated all of your resources in the best way to meet those objectives that are most important to you and your family. This type of plan is at the heart of how we help serve our clients, and we're confident that we can help you. But you know, there's other advisors out there as well. Reach out to somebody. I think there's a big advantage in retirement to having this more comprehensive retirement plan. It seems that over the years, these financial decisions get more and more complicated. Having someone that can really take a holistic view helps. We, we've all had those experiences where you called your advisor, advisor said, great, great question, but I'm not an accountant, call accountant, and then you hear the click, right? And what about having a team where in one firm you have your fiduciary advisor, your accountant, your health insurance agent, your attorney that are all working as a team for a common goal. That's what we think might really benefit you in retirement. We appreciate you tuning in to the Retirement Ready Show. Hey, podcast fans, if you're ready to take the next steps to create your Retirement Ready Roadmap, then visit us at retirementreadyshow.com. Here you can download educational white papers, sign up for educational no obligation workshops, or schedule your complimentary consultation. Also, don't forget to follow and like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Thanks for tuning in.
Drake & Associates LLC is an independent financial services firm that utilizes a variety of investment and insurance products. Advisory services offered through Drake & Associates LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only and is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Drake & Associates LLC is not permitted to offer. No statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Drake & Associates LLC.